0: All right. This is Chef Mark here at the GSPN uh, Satellite Studio in New York City. And uh, we just watched the, uh, the finale of Lost, and this is a community cast of community members who are dialed in to the talk show chat right after the live finale of Lost. Uh, Cliff and Stephanie are doing their own event uh, a live event in a, uh, a a TV store, and the rest of us who couldn't make it to uh, to Cincinnati are uh, are as usual. We're here on the uh, on the talk show, and I'm going to bring a few people in. Andrea, can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can.
0: Right now, who else is on the line?
2: Daryl's here.
0: Hey, Daryl. This, this is Daniel. And Daniel. All right, so we're you know, we're just going to do a little short initial reaction thing. We've been ch- chit chatting throughout the whole finale, but uh, uh, what do you guys think? What are your What are your initial thoughts?
1: Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is it worth so. it? I thought throughout the whole the whole show tonight it
3: was it was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, what, what what was the number one thing? about tonight's episode that struck you.
2: I didn't see Desmond and Penny. I didn't see that coming at
0: all. The thing with Desmond and Penny. Is that what you mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I totally didn't see that coming.
0: I, I, it's funny because we think a lot of us have been complaining like, okay, you know, you introduce this whole Desmond Penny storyline and you haven't done anything about it recently and we've had no clues and, and uh, you know, they, they haven't laid any groundwork for a resolution of it and then boom, lo and behold, guess who's there? <laughs>
2: Yeah, and then Jack kind of goes up and ruins the moment there by getting right down to business.
0: You're right. Yeah, Jack. We're having a little hard time hearing you, but I'll, I'll try to translate. So he's saying that Jack kind of ruins the moment by, you know, sort of, yeah, getting down to business. Like, okay, here's what we have to do. So um, uh, let's see. There's a little chat going on. I, I've unmuted everyone. So if, you've got, if you dial in, you can, you can participate. So dial in, you know, call in using Skype or um, or dial in using your phone, and you'll be able to participate. Um, Andrea, what was your number one uh, reaction of tonight's show?
1: Uh, for me, the biggest sh- there were two shockers that I'm still like, whoa, the first one was when Charlotte was told, oh, why, after trying so hard to get back here, do you want to leave now? Like, that blew me away. And the fact that it wasn't Michael, that it was Locke, I was just like, did not expect that at all. Like, he was the last person I expected to see in that coffin.
0: Really? Now, had you? it sounds that you had assumed that it was Michael in the coffin.
1: Oh, I totally had. I totally had. Yeah. I felt hookling and sinker for it.
0: <laughs> I, I think for me, I, I was pretty resigned. I, I, I pretty much didn't expect it to be Michael in any way. I think that was the most obvious choice, and, and they, they wanted us to think that at first when they first introduced it. But I think it's very clear... Over, uh, over many of the, uh, of the events that happened in between, that it wasn't going to be Michael. But I certainly wasn't expecting it to be Locke, and, um, and, you know, not that, especially when they introduced this other name, this Jeremy Bentham, you know, um, and that they're all, they're all referring to him as Jeremy Bentham, and even when they're talking to the, each other, they don't say that it's Locke. In fact, uh, when Saeed visits uh, Hurley in the sanitarium, he even starts to say the name, and he says, no, don't.
1: Yeah, that is peculiar.
0: Yeah, very odd. I wonder Obviously, if... he's definitely, he was definitely acting very incognito. Maybe he's a clone of Locke. Ah!
1: His evil brother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. They've downloaded his consciousness in. Oh, wait, that's not... This is not Battlestar Galactica.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Biggest thing for me in the episode, I guess, would be the... Um, they actually blew the ship up. Jim, yeah, Michael and they're all dead.
0: Were we expecting that, huh?
3: I wasn't necessarily expecting it, but I, knew, I, I could I could see where where it could happen, but I wasn't expecting several main characters to die.
0: What's interesting is that they they set it up from a from a plot device. I think we all assumed that well the freighter is the way that they got off, you know, they got it was helicopter to freighter and then somehow, you know, they concocted some story, but uh none of us were expecting this other way of of how they ended up getting off the island. So I think that was an interesting twist for them to do. Don't you think?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, okay, yeah, but in that, you say, obviously, so Michael dies, Jin dies. Um, were, I, don't, I don't know that there were any other main characters that died on the freighter, though, were there? No. Just those two guys, the main guys. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, that's, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, now, Christian, of course, appears to Michael right at the very end there.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, so, so now I, you can I, go
0: on. Yeah, I keep saying that... Now Christian he can is, die. Oh, there's Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey, How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you, honey?
0: Good, good. So I keep saying that Christian is the angel of death because we only see him uh, when people slip away into this other world, right? Um, and so I, I don't know if anyone agrees with me, but that's, that's kind of what I think. Uh, with the exception of Locke, Locke is the only person who who hasn't seen him on island uh, or who has seen him on island who isn't dead or hasn't had some kind of mysterious disappearance happen?
1: Well, he's in the coffin now, so.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he's exactly—he's dead now, and that's all that matters.
4: <laughs> you know, I'm thinking that they have to keep up um, the same thing that I, I would imagine um, Ben had to keep up when he left the island on his little missions here and there. Is you know he wasn't pro- he probably wasn't called Benjamin Linus off the island.
0: No, and you
4: know, just like Locke is probably you know known off the island as Jeremy Benson.
0: Yeah, but now I wonder though, when we were talking about this right before you came on, why is it that even amongst themselves they're afraid to say his real name? Uh, you notice that when when um, when Hugo went to say his name, Saeed stopped him.
1: Well, because how
4: if somebody overheard them, then that would be. Showing that they know this man, and it would be uncovering some of the lies that they've been telling for what? now they said the past three
2: years.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you're right. In fact, Saeed even said, "Hey, we're being watched." And you know the thing about paranoia, which I thought was a great line for Hugo to say. Hey, I've been visited by all these dead people. Uh, I don't need any paranoia.
3: <laughs> Seriously? No. I, well, I wonder if Aaron's been having any weird dreams
4: lately.
0: Well, obviously, I think Aaron is, is probably a key to something that's going on. I mean, you know, like always, from the very beginning, the young children were the key, right? They, they had something He's going to do with be the
4: miracle baby like uh, Don was.
0: Well, and don't, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it is like a Dalai Lama kind of thing. You know, the, the, the consciousness of Jacob gets transferred into the children. Maybe that's why they're trying to have children on this island. Um, and, and maybe because when they transfer the, the spirit of Jacob into the pregnant woman, it's just so, uh, so strong that it kills them. Maybe that's what's going on.
1: Can we talk about creepy cage? Yeah, but, in it, but
0: right before we do that, there's someone, that, there's an, I'm hearing an echo, and I think it's someone that's on. So let me just actually test it out by, by the, the new person who came on. I'm just going to mute them. If you want to talk, just do a request to talk, all right? Yeah, I think that did it. Alright, go ahead, Andrea.
1: Now, I was gonna say can we talk about how creepy Kate has been and not Kate, sorry, Claire has been in the last couple episodes? Like in that dream sequence, like don't take him back, like weird stuff.
0: Sure, yeah, go ahead.
1: It was just like super creepy, like but I wonder if, if he's just like key element of him having to go back and he's part of the whole Dalai Lama thing. Why is she so against them going back? Like, cause since they all have to go back together now, we find out according to Ben that is if Ben isn't lying to us.
2: Hmm. Any theories? Still- I
1: have no idea.
2: It's still echoing tremendously on my end. Yeah, I'm still
0: hearing the echo, so maybe it's someone else. May I? I hope it's not Kim, but it might be. Let me, Kim. I'm gonna uh, mute you just to test this, okay? Uh, wait, wait, there she is. Uh, okay. No, it's not her. Okay, she's self-muted. Um, well, anyway, we'll deal with it. This is just a, this is just a fun little recording for us to get initial reactions. So, okay, other initial reactions. Someone who hasn't spoken yet.
2: I'm just happy I actually got a, uh, theory right.
0: Okay, so Uh, say who you are and then say what your theory was.
2: This is Chris Leiby.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, Chris.
2: How you doing, Mark? Great. Uh, I actually did think it was Lock in the Coffin.
0: Okay, and, and had you said that previously?
2: Yeah, I actually posted a uh, forum uh, thread on it probably about two months ago.
0: Oh, so it's verifiable. Okay, and what was your theory at the time?
2: You know, I don't even remember. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. Locked. I'm pretty sure it didn't go down the way I I had anticipated it would. But um, that was that was awesome to me. The other thing about this episode that was awesome to me is I still think, and y'all may think I'm crazy, but I still think the door may be open. That a lot of the people that were on that freighter survived.
0: And do you think it's because? at the moment that the island moved, that maybe some of the people who were in the water got brought in with it? Is that what you're thinking? Yes. Okay, yeah, because I kind of had that thought, too. For a second, because the light got funny for everyone, I thought maybe it was going to suck everyone that was in view of it into where it went, but obviously that wasn't true for the people who were in the chopper.
2: Well, if you think about it, the freighter had moved inside the realm of the island, it had yeah
0: it was yeah, and they were trying to get it closer, in fact, yeah,
2: exactly, so if if anybody did survive and were in the water, they would have definitely went with it,,
0: but you noticed that there was a boat, there was another boat, and and Faraday and some of the other people were on it, those are the I guess I assume the people who did manage to get uh, life vests on, uh, but they didn't go with it because we saw them afterwards, and they saw what happened, so are you saying that? Literally being in the water, like water as a conductor. Is,
2: now, did is, they see? Did they see the island disappear?
0: I think they did. I re- I think I remember there being a shot when the when the helicopter people saw it. It looked like they did a shot to Faraday and his crew.
2: Yeah, I know they they shot to him when the the light was there but I don't recall if they showed them after that or not. Yeah, that would definitely fuck that if they did. Yeah.
0: Now, okay, it's about bunnies. In the, in the chat room, I actually had an interesting question, which has always been my question, Ben. Who is Locke's teenage son? Because if you recall way back when, one of the reasons we were discounting so many of these people from being the possible person in the casket was that the, um, the obituary said that he is survived by a teenage son. Uh, so that's the, the question, you know, who is Locke's teenage son?
4: Maybe he adopted Walt.
0: Adopted Walt. who? Walt. Walt? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Walt really isn't having very good luck with, with parents living
3: now,
1: is he? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I Albert, mean, he, he Walt has he new has, daddy issues. He has a maternal <laughs> grandmother <is> who, <laughs> who has custody of him. Or paternal grandmother. Well, anyway, it's an it is an interesting theory, and I guess we'll find out
3: in nine months.
0: Yeah, is it really going to be nine months before we see another show?
3: Just about, or maybe eight.
0: That's about wow. a month. Wow, are they, are, are they going to give us another
4: um, ARG?
0: Well, I, it sounds like it. At the very end, the very last commercial break, there was an ad on ABC for OctagonGlobalRecruiting.com. Has anyone and, tried it yet? And we've all tried it, but it, it didn't resolve. <laughs> I'm sure immediately the website just crashed. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to re- refresh and see if I can get it again. Has anyone in the chat room gotten to Octagon Global Recruiting? Someone uh, mentioned that those dates that were in the... Um, in the commercial were uh, coinciding with the dates of Comic-Con. So it makes sense that there's some kind of event around Comic-Con and or fandom. Um, but I'm... My browser is trying to find it, but it's not, it's not resolving.
3: I'm sure there's a few thousand people on there right now.
0: Probably a, probably a few hundred thousand. <laughs> this, is a, this is a popular show.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so... Uh, does anyone else have any sort of major woe moments that we haven't discussed?
3: One thing I was considering is we didn't, this season, we didn't find out a lot about Jacob, and that was a big mystery from last season.
0: Yeah, true. And I think it's, it's going to be the ongoing, I mean, obviously, I think it's the biggest mystery of all, probably. You know, who is this mysterious Jacob, and, and you know, is it some godlike figure? Is it, uh, is it a person? Uh, is it as you know as we were talking about it a minute ago, is it this idea? is it some kind of you know reincarnated spirit that that keeps getting you know put into children on the island somehow <laughs> and maybe that 's why the others are trying to do you know getting women pregnant and having children um, okay octagon global Recru- recruiting just came up for me july twenty fourth through twenty seventh two thousand and eight um, there 's a list of a lot of different uh, um, careers. I don't know if you guys can hear this. More information, go to Octagon Recruiting. So this is like a, um, a video. Okay. On behalf of the Dharma Initiative, Octagon Global Recruiting is currently seeking volunteers to contribute to an important new research project. The Dharma Initiative is a multidisciplinary research collective dedicated to improving the human condition through innovative scientific research. Our directors are recognized leaders in their fields with distinguished research histories in a wide range of social and scientific disciplines. A new research project is about to commence, which will play a vital role in furthering the Dharma Initiative's objectives. Octagon Global Recruiting, on behalf of the Dharma Initiative, requires research volunteers to assist in a range of unpaid positions. (laughs) So you'll be an intern at Dharma. Our national recruitment drive will commence in San Diego, California, July 24th through 27th. To register your interest, enter your email address here. So you know, I'm going to enter my email address. So this is obviously the next stage in the ARG. Um, there's terms and conditions, but I'm not going to read them. I'm going to submit first and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's a, but there might be some interesting clues in the terms and conditions or in the privacy policy. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, exactly. Dharma now owns me, Freelance Fox. So, uh, so check it out. Octagon Global Recruiting. Obviously, Octagon... Uh, is it the, that's Dharma, of course you know, the, the shape of the uh, Dharma logo is an octagon um, so yeah, this should be pretty interesting um, now let's talk about Sun because the moment when she saw Jin get killed was just exquisite acting did you guys think so? did you agree? I
2: agree, I definitely agree
0: oh, my heart went out to her that was amazing yeah, that poor woman and it and it explains people are going, why would Sawyer jump out the window? Well, <clears throat> when you see the reaction that Sun had in watching Jin die, you can kinda understand why Sawyer global recruiting will be in San Diego, California. Okay, okay, yeah. Mute yourself if you're if you've got the octagon the <laughs> the global recruiting going in the background. Um, you know, to see to see Sawyer you know, you really get this is the depth to which he loves Kate is that he's like, hey, I'm willing to sacrifice myself. And I don't think it means that he was killing himself. It means he was saying, hey, I'm going to lo- lighten the load, uh, and I'm going to swim back to the island. Um, when you really love someone, you're willing to sacrifice in order so that they could survive, because you, know, you saw in the case of Sun, she, she didn't want to do anything without Jin. She didn't want to lose him. So uh, I, I, for me, there was a connection between those two moments, and they both had to do with the helicopter. And getting off.
4: No, I agree. I don't think he was uh, committing suicide at all. I think he was just um, making making it more possible for Kate to be saved. Yeah,
0: right. And he knew Jack wouldn't do it.
4: (laughs) Well, he figured, you know, about around 200 pounds of, of weight had to leave, and out of everybody else on the plane, I mean, on the on the chopper. Who else are you going to pick?
0: Well, you, you notice know, how uh, you know, you know, Hurley had the bad look on his
2: face. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't look at me. <laughs> I feel
0: bad for him. Now, who, who is this that's on the line that we're talking to? I'm sorry. This is Amused to be here. Oh, okay. Hi, Amused to be here. Uh, I just want to get everyone's uh, name because, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to, to sort of share with the community. And we are recording this, so I don't know if Cliff will, uh, will release it out into the feed or not, but we're, we're recording it for him for that. Cool. So, everyone say hi.
1: Hi.
2: I did think it was very interesting that uh, they dumped all of the stuff that wasn't nailed down, except for the life jackets and both that they needed later on.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think probably Saeed. Saeed, I mean, he, he knows what he is. Saeed is the best guy to have around because he has all this military training. Exactly. Know, he's got a psychotic killer on the loose. You know, he's the one who's going to help take him down. And when you need to defuse a bomb, he's going to tell you what needs to be done. And, and you, you know, when you have a broken radio, he's going to be the one who's going to help you fix it. Uh, and in, when you need to throw stuff off of a helicopter to, to to get rid of weight, he's going to know which things you should keep.
1: <laughs> you take
3: all the losties together and you um, set up a hotline and you, you just call the number and everyone can do anything.
1: Mm-hmm. You call
3: them and they, they can come up and everyone has their little thing and they can do it all
0: i i'm sorry i i, I don't really follow you can you start it start again
3: um everyone has just if anything comes up on the show there's always someone to do it so if we if if i'm just saying that
2: oh, oh
0: i i get it. Sure. right okay it's like they take the, the set.
3: Anything. yeah they can fix anything doesn't yeah. just happens to know what the bomb was right and if you
0: need someone to eat a 15-year-old candy bar, well, Hurley will do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have y'all touched on, um, and I can never remember her name. I call her Big Red. But what Big was the Red, deal with her being back to the island? Well, I, again, it's it's the
0: little hint. I mean, we, we know that this is an important character from the way we were introduced to her. Um, and yet, nothing's happened with her character development since. So, yeah, I think obviously they're they're saying, hey, this is going to be a big part of next season. We're going to find out who is this woman. Why? Why was she working so hard to find this island? And now, of course, we learn get back to the island. So she obviously has been here before, and we get the little hint that maybe she was born on the island.
3: And with that polar bear, she um she acted like she she had seen that before. Maybe has been transported off the island.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it really is a very interesting uh setup here. And and part of it is that is that I don't really think that like they're like, well, what about this? What about that? I love that they're not providing any answers. They're just opening more questions. It's like now that we we've got some things that seem to be resolved, we're going to open even more questions and sort of mess with you some more. Um but I think it's pretty obvious now that they know where the ending is, that they're not going to open up anything now that that's going to be for the brand. I mean, they even, they even uh, talked a little bit about the... Um, uh, what, was it? what was that effect that they had, That uh, Dr. Um,
3: Casimir effect?
0: The Casimir effect, yeah. yeah. So he, they finally actually said it on the show, the whole thing about the Casimir effect, which I thought was cool. Now, now uh, what's up with the donkey wheel? <laughs> I yelled so hard
4: at the TV. Frozen Donkey Wheel! My husband and my son just looked at me and said, What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> what are, so, what are you talking about? What is this Frozen well, Donkey Wheel?
4: Frozen Donkey Wheel was the code name that um, Damon and Carlton had for the finale. Like every right. season, they have had a code name for the finale. And I think last season, with the surprise of the flash forwards, it was called The Snake in the Mailbox. Right. Yeah. Right, and um, I think one year was it was I don't know it was a bagel. The other one was a knish I don't know. It was a c- couple of Jewish food terms. But um, but last year it was the snake in the mailbox, and this year they called the finale. The code name was the frozen donkey wheel, and there was so much speculation as to what that could possibly mean. Who there knew? But they really killing. meant a frozen donkey wheel.
0: <laughs> so Ben goes into the basement of the orchid, which is frozen. Go figure. And there's this big giant wheel there that's stuck, and he has to turn the wheel to, to move the island. <laughs> it's like the uh, it's like the plug, basically. He pulled the plug.
4: That was so funny. That that was just amazing.
2: Yeah. Did everyone so, like, notice the hieroglyphics on the wall? Yeah. yeah. Down there? I'm interested to see the close-ups of those and see what may come of them.
0: And I think what obviously what that shows and what you know what it proved about the um, the, the hieroglyphics we saw on the hatch was that it, I think that's just to set us up that hey this thing is old this has been around for a long time and whoever Jacob is whether it's a supernatural being or whether it's a the person who's uh, I don't know maybe who's whose consciousness gets transferred uh, generation to generation, or if it's someone who's immortal, either way, this has been around for a long time, so, so whatever's going on with the Dharma Initiative is just, is just very recent. That's what I think.
4: Well, if Ben had to destroy the vault in the orchid in order to get to the um, island moving uh, facility in the orchid, okay, stay with me, um, then the last time the island was moved had to predate Dharma, don't you think?
0: Hmm, that is an interesting thought. Now I didn't get the sense that he needed to destroy that thing in order to get into there, but maybe that's that that that's, that, that sounds right. I mean, I, I wasn't really thinking that way.
4: Well, but he had he had to blow open the vault. He threw all that metal stuff in there, turned it on, and then waited for it to
0: Uh explode out the back. Yeah, I don't remember what he did. But then he literally went through the back in order to get to the vault? Right. Yeah. Ah, okay. But then the question, of course, becomes, well, how did he know then? If this predates Dharma, how did he know that that's how he could get to it? I mean, maybe just the answer is Jacob told him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's the easy way out, right? I think so. (laughs) Jacob told me so. (laughs) Wow, that is, I like that thought. So it's like, the so the island has been here. Yeah, because it is a traumatic thing. It's a big deal, and it's very unpredictable, as he says. So yeah, it's not, it's, it's a measure of last resort. It's not, the island doesn't just, just you know, get frequent flyer miles. <laughs> So there's some chat going on in the chat room about Miles, and people saying that Miles seems to have some inside information, uh, people asking about how he communicates with the dead. Um, Does anyone have any theories about Miles at this point? Because there was a little scene with him where he knows, and he'd seen something, uh, but they're sort of hinting at that. So that's obviously something that's going to happen going forward to the next season.
3: He didn't seem that worried about anything. He was just kind of hanging out. It's like he knew what was going to happen next.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. He was very calm about it. and He was the only person in the whole episode who had any kind of calm about him.
4: <laughs> it seemed to me that Miles was anticipating a, um, an adventure. And yeah. he wasn't about to leave and miss what he knew was
0: coming. Yeah. And, you know, along those lines, I think we still need to hear the story of why, why was it that Miles and Frank, and Charlotte, and Faraday were, were recruited for this particular mission. I mean, it's not, it wasn't quite a and they still have an answer. We've seen hints as to their connection, but we haven't gotten any real answers about that.
4: Well, it does seem that there's um, at least two factions besides Ben and Widmore. There's at least one other, uh, there's Jacob, and then there's, there's Something or someone else, because we see at times there have been opposing um, almost like a mixed message. Um, Get off the island, you have to stay. You have to go, but you have to stay. You have to live, you have to die. Um, And the thing with with, uh, Sun is now, what, going to team up with Widmore?
0: Well, not necessarily. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a good point. You know, they're on, the, they're on the K in London, and she approaches Widmore, and he seems to not know who she is. Uh, whether or not he does is a is question, but now she's, she's trying to approach him. I don't know that that necessarily implies that she's going to team up with him, but it certainly means that, uh, you know, she's on to him. She knows, that, you know, she knows what's going on, and, you know, she makes it very clear. She says, you know, you, you know who I am. Uh, and, uh, you know, we weren't the only ones who got off that island. So I think it, she was letting him know, like, look, you might keep us quiet, but, or we have reason to be quiet, but there's other people here, so we've got to talk at the great least. So who knows whether or not they'll be teamed up, but uh, it's an interest, I love that they finally uh, introduced that, that there's going to be some interaction there.
4: Well, she didn't we have common we have common
0: interests. Right, that's right. what she said, yeah. 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 And didn't anyone else think that her business card was kind of lame? For someone who owns this multinational corporation, <laughs> it looks like something she got done at Print.
4: Well, you know, you got you got to cut, cut corners where <laughs> so you can.
0: Yeah, they had so many explosions this episode. They said, hey, save some money on the business card. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's the economy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, for someone with such exquisite taste, you know, it, it doesn't fit in with her personality.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think he's going to try to set him up and somehow corner him and, and try to kill him. I think that he the other guy that she was referring to, that there, there are two people responsible for my husband's death. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I thought she would too, but didn't she say she blamed Jack for that?
0: No, Jack said that, that she blamed him. She didn't say it.
2: That's right. I that's thought about right.
0: that too. Jack, Jack said, Oh, son is blaming me. Who knows? I mean, it could be that she literally does blame him, but I think again, they, they've left that open. Um, we're, yeah. we're getting some complaints about the echo. Um, the sounds of the echoes from Chris. Okay. Chris, if you don't mind, then I'm going to mute you Sure. Um, just to see if we can, um, we can fix that. Let me see what, uh, I'm scrolling. Here we go. Okay. I'm just going to mute you. If you want to talk then just, you know, give a holler. Um, Okay, hopefully that works. So were there any other things that we haven't covered yet that anyone wanted to bring up? I thought it was funny that uh, something blew up and Locke was actually trying to stop it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's an interesting... (laughs) That's funny. Turnabout. Usually Locke's the guy blowing the stuff up.
4: That was pretty amazing. Two things blew up. The the vault inside the, uh, the orchid hatch and the boat. And it wasn't Locke's fault.
0: Yeah, well, and I guess... Theoretically, so did the helicopter, although it, it, well, it didn't really blow up, but it certainly broke apart when it hit, when it impacted, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of explosions there going on tonight. It was a season finale, certainly. No, well, I hope, I hope so, Cliff liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out soon. Um, <laughs> okay, so on the scale of season finales, how does this stack up for people? Best one yet. Yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. Okay.
3: I'd say this and season three were about pretty equal. Season three was okay.
0: really awesome. For me, the hatch blowing up was a big thing. Like, that whole uh, episode was really important for me, which was, I guess, was season two?
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, season yeah. one.
0: So here, I'm going to unmute Chris, because he was saying this was his second favorite. So Chris, go ahead. Chris, can, can you hear me? You can go ahead.
2: Yeah, that, it was my second favorite behind the, the hatch blowing up at the end of season two.
0: Oh, okay, great. So I think you and I are on the same page on that. Yeah. Um, all right. So, okay, because this is, we don't want this to go too long, we want this to be a quick community cast. And, again, I don't know if Cliff's even going to put this in the feed, but uh, everyone who wants Cliff to put it in the feed, uh, say say so.
2: Hi put it in the feed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it in
2: it's the feed. All about he the did. right?
4: Yeah. Um, he wanted it here. He should put it in the feed.
0: Yeah, and you know, we have a little bit of audio issues and I know uh, I apologize to everyone in the chat room who can't hear us. Maybe someone can type that in. <laughs> uh because I don't know how the, how he does his work around, but um anyway, Uh, Thank you all for joining us, and uh, it's going to be nine months before we get a new episode, but I'm sure that Cliff and Stephanie will do a couple of episodes between now and then. So uh, I guess we can all say it
1: together, right? Until nine months from now, stay 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 awesome.